It's Growing in Greatness radio show with host Gwendolyn Singletary. We want to be your source for reliable, relevant, and informative strategies that disrupt the norm and to help ambitious achievers grow in greatness. Don't miss it. Mondays at 6 p.m. right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Achievers grow in greatness. Greatness, 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 greatness. Well, welcome, everyone. Welcome. It is Monday. Happy, happy Monday. Thank all of you for being here, taking time out of your busy schedules. You can't listen to me at 6 o'clock. Please go back and listen to me on uh, podcasts. I'm on all of the podcasts, iHeart and Apple and all the ones you're basically listening to, and, and give us a listen to and tell your friends about the show. So like we said, we try to always give you some interesting information, some new insights to be a better business person and to assist you in your path to going into greatness. And so you know last couple of weeks I did a three-part series on the trust factor in business and how important it is to have uh, people, for you to trust yourself first that you can deliver what you promise to deliver, and you have the commitment to do what you promise to do. And number two is to um, make sure that there's trust in your relationships with people and then trust in your business and then trust in your industry. We had that long series. You know me. I try to do a series and give you all aspects of it. But today we're going to do something a little different, but it also lines up very, very well. We're going to talk about relationships in business, and that's another way I talk about trust in business. I have a phenomenal guest today. You guys are probably a little tired of talking, listening to me talk the whole time. I have a phenomenal guest today, Darren Thomas, and he is one of the really, really, really good guys, one of the really renaissance kind of guys who believe in doing business, uh, has integrity, and he has such a great reputation. Darren is the owner of three businesses, and they're all going on at the same time. They're all very successful. Uh, he started Black Pages years and years ago, Black Pages in the South. Black Pages USA actually is a print an online reference to black businesses, uh, which is near and dear to his heart, minority-owned business, I should say. Uh, then he went on and he had a, book, a company called about uh, called Greek Traditions, which is all about the what you call them, the, um, the African-American, the divine nine fraternities and sororities, uh, which have uh, those type of items that people who are in those fraternities and sororities would uh, like to have, and he represents that with a lot of class and style. And now he has Black Expo and the Taste of, and we're just excited to have Darren here. Darren, how are you? I'm, I'm, I'm well. I'm excellent. I'm excited to be on the show. Long well, time coming. Yeah. <laughs> It is a long time coming. You're right, because you have you are just an, uh, like I said, a Renaissance man. We're gonna talk to Darren about two things today, sorta. And I really should have Darren back for another whole show, and, and I probably will do that very soon. But we will talk about this whole thing about relationships and business. Darren has done some phenomenal things in terms of relationships and the trust factor and the respect he has in the community. So talk a little about how important for you and your businesses and your success relationships have been, and then talk a little more about how that has worked to help you through tough times like the pandemic. Absolutely. I will, you know, so Gwen, I've, I've been very fortunate um, in in the past 30-some years I've been in business. I, you know, I, I tell folks that, you know, I come from very humble beginnings in Effingham, South Carolina, um, grew up on a tobacco farm where a lot of those uh, early um, habits, attributes were instilled in me by grandfather and my father, and, you know, those things, you know, were an extension of of, of who I am. And for me, um, I'll never forget 
um, be, far before I, the time I became an entrepreneur, I um, I worked for Xerox Corporation, and I worked in Greenville, South Carolina, and uh, this was um, right before I left to to start uh, Black Pages or Thomas Media Group. Uh, I'll never forget one of my, um, my my managers shared with me, or not shared, really implored upon me to understand the concept of relationship building, and that is. You, you can sell something to someone one time, but if you build a relationship, you can sell them, provide to, for them extensively. And that really resonated with me, understanding the concept of relationship building. But, but relationship building is deeper than just, um, you know, providing a service. It's being dependable, your integrity doing what you say you will do, um, going beyond the expectations of those customers. And quite frankly, um, uh, paramount to my success in any facet of any business I've been in, it's been the concept of relationship building, which really boils down to relationships and relationship building is an extension of your brand. And I don't necessarily mean your brand as it relates to as it relates to black pages or Greek traditions. Your brand being yourself, because if I know, you know, the known entity of Gwen Singletary, and if I know what I'm going to get from her, that it's going to be on time. Even if there's an issue, how Gwen manages that issue, how she manages our relationship, and she treats me like I want to be treated or how I want to be handled as a customer, I'm far more inclined to go back and give an additional opportunity to that known quantity um, or known entity, and that's Gwen Singletary. So the brand, your brand is an extension of your ability to build a relationship. So, I mean, let's face it, if I'm not dependable or – um, there are integrity issues with me. If I'm, if, if I say one thing and do another, if I've not gone beyond the, um, you know, w- w- my boss would always tell me as well, you know, successful businesses are willing to do the things that their competitors aren't willing to do, and that's a piece and a core component of relationship building. Um, and, and I'll talk a little bit about that in my metamorphosis. Uh, a little later, but for for me, regardless of anything that I've been able to successfully hang my hat on, it is, at the core of that has been having the concept of relationship building understood and making certain that I take care of my customers, so much so that they'll not only come back to me, but at the same time, they're going to be my biggest advocate out in the marketplace. Absolutely. And I just love this because it's like you have been listening to my show. (laughs) 
you know, I just did a whole piece on that. The whole I've done a big piece on brand. So it makes me feel good that when I share ideas and concepts with people, people like you who have actually gone out and done them, have been successful with them, can come back and say, yeah, this works. This is a prime example of things we talk about constantly. Because people do businesses with people, not with businesses. You know what I'm saying? They want That's that right. relationship. They want that brand that is so important. And I talk to my, my, my uh, listeners all the time about the fact that you cannot ever minimize your brand. That is something you cannot play Absolutely. with. You cannot, you know, re, you know, reestablish that brand very easily. It's a lot of work to take that very personal with you. Um, so I think that's great. So tell me a little bit more about how this brand building and this relationship building and that piece about trust. And I love what you said about how you handle folk. And if there's an era, I would say you deal with that very quickly and up front and say, I'm sorry, and get it straight. So tell me how that has benefited you, benefited you during these tough times, especially the pandemic. That's what we've all been concerned about. Well, so, you know, Gwen, if you look at, you know, just my history, when I started Black Pages back in 1991 and, and that grew, um, we had 26 markets. I'm sorry, we had uh, 12 markets throughout the southeast from Virginia to Florida where we were producing the Black Pages and the Resource Guide. And what, what occurred there, a, a large part of our growth came as a result of relationships, relationships in the community, and, and let me say this, that there are two relationships that, uh, that are very important, internal customers, external customers. Internal customers, those people that you, you surround yourself with, your employees, your, your, your board, though, uh, those folks who, who have skin in the game in terms of making certain that your, your, your brand and who you are is, is put at the best forefront. Then you've got your your external customers, those are the people out in the marketplace that you're serving. Those, those could be end customers or people that are benefiting from um, what you provide to your customers. And in, in our case, where as we uh, early on grew in the marketplace, people got accustomed to this, this new, unique concept, black pages. What occurred was that other people shared in other communities this, this unique guide in Black Pages. So what, what, what really fueled our growth were people coming to us and saying, hey, we see what you're doing in Columbia. We saw what you did in Charleston. We need something like that in our community. So from 91 till about 1998, that's how we expanded. And a big part of that was relationship building because, one, we demonstrated in the marketplace the, the propensity to produce this quality publication People were getting results from we had we had garnered enough support to get people consumers um, understanding the power of supporting and utilizing the publication and it became a source of pride within mm-hmm. the community as well which also fueled our growth so what occurred was that other people in communities would go to Roanoke or Fayetteville or Raleigh Durham and say hey they've got this great publication you need to reach out them we need something like that to really galvanize folks well. Gwen, because of the success of that, we started looking at a business model Black Expo, the old National Black Expo. First of all, the first Black mm-hmm. Expo started 40-some years ago in Indianapolis. It's the oldest, right. the Indiana Black Expo. Um, and then there was a National Black Expo that traveled the country. Um, mm-hmm. Well, we started looking at that business model, and we started saying, well, wait a minute. Or at the same time, we started uh, surveying our customers 
small businesses and major customers, um, corporate clients, saying, okay, how can we better serve you? And they said, well, we want more face-to-face opportunities. So my partner at the time said, you know what, maybe we need to look at a black expo trade show kind of concept. Well, mm-hmm. we did that, and because of our relationships in the marketplace, it was easy for us to go to a Dominion Energy, a Wachovia Bank at the time, a Nations Bank, um, a State Farm, and say, hey, guys, you know us for who we are with Black Pages. Here's something that we're embarking on. We need you to step up at a higher level for us to really um, have an, an economic impact with small businesses. But at the same time, you benefit from the branding and, and the targeting and the reaching of African-American consumers. So we sold them on that. In the first year we did, uh, 1998 was our first black expo. Then we came back. Uh, we did one in, in uh, Charleston. We did one in uh, North Carolina. But that was all fueled by relationships because we had a relationship with Wachovia or Nations Bank, and they saw that we were a known entity. Their folks on the ground, boots on the ground, saw it, talked about the return on investment. It made it easy for us to go and command from a company and say, hey, we need $25,000. We need 50000 In one case, Florida Blue, um, with the Blue Cross Blue Shield of Florida, they were our title sponsor for eight years at $100,000, and that was all relationships because they believed and understood what we were doing. So mm-hmm. as, as you saw the transition from Black Pages Black Expo, Gwen, you know, fast forward a few years. Well, well let me say this. Um, if anybody has known Darren, I've always had a side hustle. My side hustle in college was that I was in a fraternity. I'm a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, and I was working in a men's clothing store down on Divine Street, Weathers on Divine, and this guy came in. He was selling um, uh, ties to our store, and there was a black and gold tie. And I said, you know what? I wonder if the guys would be interested in, in stepping in those. Well, I ordered some, and the guys bought them. And I said, you know, I'm going to order a few more to sell. So during that time, Gwen, I had this side hustle where I was selling paraphernalia to uh, fraternities and sororities, you know, and, and did that for years, which I'll, I'll come back to. Well, because there's a relationship story in that. Well, going back to with Black, um, with, with, during the time with Black Expo, Black Pages, fast forward to the uh, um, uh, 20, 2019, and uh, we had to shut down Black Expo, uh, Black Pages shut down because you couldn't go out and we couldn't go out and see customers. Um, everything, just the marketplace changed. Well, Gwen, um, I had some tough decisions to make. And ironically, um, going back to my Greek business, two things occurred. I had a relationship with the Minority Business Development Center, and I got a call from Diane Sumter saying, hey, there, there's going to be a need for, for masks with, uh, due to the, this this." coronavirus, this, this pandemic, do you have any manufacturers, light manufacturers? And I said, well, no, but ironically, I have a relationship with a manufacturer in China that can produce these masks. Well, Gwen, because I had been sourcing from the Wutan region and the Shanghai province of China for my uh, fraternity and sorority items, those same manufacturing regions of China um, produce a lot of healthcare products, a lot of the 3M masks. So one of my my company, one of my suppliers said, "Hey, do you have a need for masks?" And I said, "Well, I, I, there might be." Well, 
long story short, because of that relationship that I had built with this Chinese, well, several um, Chinese manufacturers, I started talking with firms, understanding who had a need for PPE supplies. Well, uh, City of Columbia, Spartanburg County, uh, Charleston Aviation, Richland School District 1, these were all relationships because and through Black Pages and Black Expo that I said, hey, guys, I've had to uh, shift some things in, in, this, in this current environment. And I've started a PPE firm. Um, I'm registered as a minority vendor with the state of South Carolina. Um, can't, do you have PPE supply needs? And they said, absolutely. So, Gwen, because of those relationships, because I was a known entity that they could trust, they afforded me the opportunity to provide uh, masks, sanitizer. We had a contract with Benedict, those things that they needed to get through this tough period. On top of that, I had a partner um, in, in Cleveland, Ohio, um, who, because a long-term relationship, reached out to me and said, hey, I heard what you're doing. There's an RFP with the state of Ohio um, where they need 13.5 million reusable masks. Is that something that you think we can spec? I said, well, absolutely. I'm sure we can. So we went through the process of specking, getting these things done, getting to the state of Ohio, and signed an agreement for 13.5 million, 13.5 million reusable masks. Here, here's my point. Everything that I've shared has been relational. One relationship led to another. One opportunity led to another. Um, what I'm charged with as an individual and, and, a, and as a man of God, that, that I am going to operate out of a sphere of influence. Uh, I'm sorry, a sphere of excellence to the degree that I can, but understanding that we're all human and human error, things come into play. Gwen, I have had my share of of missteps, uh, uh, errors, uh, challenges, things that were totally out of my control. But to the degree that I stepped up and, and said, you know what, I've got to take ownership of this because the customer would expect me to do that. Once I did that, uh, that opportunity um, to, 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 to build on that relationship was strengthened because of my, the fact that I, I stepped up to do that. Um, now, Gwen, in yes. the midst, all of, midst of this, uh, with with the pandemic, another opportunity came to me as a result of of relationships. The fraternity I'm a member of, Alpha Alpha, came to me and said, "Hey, we would like for you, your company, to start providing to us a subscription box with apparel. In other words, guys would." Contract, pay your company a fee to provide a subscription box to their home with apparel. And I said, really? I said, well, and, and there are models out there that we looked at, the AKs, the Delsas, they're all. I said, well, first of all, thank you. Um, and at first, Gwen, I, I just said, nah, I don't know about that. I don't think guys will, will spend. And this was right before the pandemic. But, you know, I thought about it, thought about it, and decided to move forward, sign the contract, Pay the deposit for the license, and when COVID hit, um, I honestly go in. I began to question God. I was like, "Wait a minute, you're going to put me out here in the way, and people aren't going to have discretionary income." But right. I, but Gwen, I kept moving forward, and amazing thing occurred. 
When we first launched it, we had 400 guys sign up. When that first subscription box came out in June of, uh, I'm sorry, in June of 2020, um, we had another 600 sign up. That number grew. Now we're a little over 3,000 guys that get a box every month. They pay $35 a month plus shipping, and that box comes to our house. Now, I'm still sourcing from China, Pakistan. I've got a fulfillment center uh, that puts together those boxes. But here's the thing. My point in this is that one relationship led to another. One opportunity of showing goodwill, good business ethics, good uh, just, just being a, a – a, a person that's willing to step up and do the right thing, um, perpetuated another opportunity. Now, some things have changed, Gwen. Um, I have uh, things on the PPE side, of course, slowed down some, tremendously. Um, mm-hmm. COVID pretty much shut down black pages where because of that two-year hiatus, it, it, it just put us in an awkward position. However, we did shut down Black Expo for two years. We came back this year. Uh, in Charleston in March, as we traditionally do, we had a great, great March. And in three weeks, we've got the Columbia Black Expo coming back after two years. But here's the thing. Because even after a two-year hiatus, we were able to secure our same sponsors and more. Our exhibitors are excited about coming back. Folks in the community are excited about coming back. We've got a, a, a celeb list that's out of this world. Um, and all of that is relational because people knew us for who we were. So while I've, I've, I've changed and I've gone through a metamorphosis, um, I, I'm, I'm glad to say that my, what I've extended and done over the past 30-some years has afforded me the opportunity through relationships while changing to be in a different space and a, and a better space. It's excellent. I mean, I love this stuff. It's so, so interesting. And we will go on to uh, about the Black Expo and the taste of it in a minute. But I want to say a couple of things about what you said. Uh, in terms of the sense of pride with the Black Pages, as you said that, I looked up. I'm in my office, in my home. I looked at my home office, and there is a Black Pages that I have to be featured on in Virginia, okay, in Virginia. <laughs> and, and I have it framed in my office. That was a big deal. I was proud of that. I'm on the cover, and then the write-up you had about me is below is below it. It's framed in my office, and that piece of, of if a, a picture or whatever has traveled with me from here to Virginia to New York and back. I mean, it's part of, you know, my story on my, on my trophy wall. And when I remember being featured in the Black Pages, to your point about, you know, the forward selling, I sent a copy of that magazine to everybody in my family. So Absolutely. people who didn't know about the Black Pages yet still were saying, wow, and they saw it, well done, hopefully they're proud of their niece or aunt or cousin, whatever I was at that point in time, and I had it there. So it is still in my home office at this wow. point. Wow. Yeah, I had to show it to you one day. Um, also, I wanted to say I thought it was very, very good, and I want to reiterate this point. Relationships are so important, but I don't want you to forget now, Darren clearly has a great personality. He's greatly charismatic. Um, it's clearly, you can hear that from the phone. You can talk with people. That's for a thing. Man of God, all this good, good looking. Tell you, tell you why, Keela. I say good looking. All <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> but, but the key thing we should have got to forget was he fulfilled promise. The commitment was there. You can't keep the relationship going without the commitment, the trust following up on what you say you're going to do, people knowing you, having a good reputation, you know, people are going to talk. 
know that. But overall, those are things I want you not to miss over or miss in this whole story because you're so busy hearing about how he was blessed and maneuvered and how things went well for him and all that kind of stuff. But it was because of the hard work behind the scenes that made it work for him. So I'm plug it in. Darren, tell us about you got a little bit of, we got some time. Tell us about this event this upcoming three weeks from now, the Black Expo Taste of Columbia. Tell us about those events. Tell us about your celebrity list. Tell us what's going on that. Certainly. So so this is a, as I mentioned, this is our the return of the Columbia Black Expo. This is our twenty fifth annual event. Um of course we, we shut down in twenty twenty. Um in twenty twenty one we did it virtually. Uh, nothing like being in person. So this is a return of uh, our Black Expo. Um, we've got, um, let's see, May 19th, we've got our kickoff reception when we honor all our sponsors. And then on uh, May the uh, 20th is the Taste of Black Columbia. And, Gwen, this is a, a great event for many reasons. One, it's a fun event, mm-hmm. but, um, Gwen, it's it's a – an event where we highlight African-American chefs, caterers, and restaurants. So this is an event to give them exposure and visibility. It's going to be at the South Carolina State Museum, starts at 730, ends uh, at 11, 11 o'clock that evening. Uh, great food, great opportunity to come out and taste, sample. It is great food. I can tell you, I've, I've attended. It is great food. Great food. And, and, and great food. We've got uh, adult beverages from our partner, Great entertainment. We've got the um, R&B sensation Leela James who performed that night at the State Museum. And this has been a fun event over the years. It really has. We've had some great talent over the years performing this event. But more importantly, we've had some black-owned businesses that have gone on to do some great things. I, I love telling the story, The Taste of Black Charleston, there's a, a company down there, Charleston Gourmet Burger, black-owned, and they always point to the Taste of Black Charleston as the event that really got them started. And now their product is in Lowe's food stores, uh, Walmart food stores, Food Lion, um, and one other national chain. But they got their start with the Taste of Black Charleston, and that's that's the purpose of, of that exciting. event. It's just it's a fun event, but then – you know, just just a great time. And then Saturday is the 25th annual Columbia Black Expo. Doors open at 10, uh, ends at 5 p.m. Exhibitors, vendors, our health fair, workshops, seminars. We've got our, our youth celebs that will be coming in from Disney. Um, our guest speaker is Anthony Anderson from TV's Blackish and, uh, and, and Law and Order. Yeah. Well, since Station Kiara Sheard will be performing. Um, uh, Cam West from The Voice. Uh, we've got the Sneaker Expo that's a part of the, the Black Expo this year. We've got a lot that will be taking place. And tickets are only $10 to get in, um, but and it's a family-oriented event. It really is. Kids, 10 and under, free. Um, but our purpose is to really give exposure and visibility to black-owned businesses while bringing folks together to just uh, enjoy each other, learn, and, uh, and, and glean. That's excellent. Now tell us once again how the price of the tickets, how to get tickets, locations again, yeah. how to follow you on social media. Let's just give all that information. Certainly. So the, the, the Taste of Black Columbia 
those tickets are $75, but that includes everything, and that's at the State Museum. People can purchase tickets by going to our website, www.blackexposouth.com. Um, and then Saturday, the tickets are $10 to get in, kids 10 and under free, um, and, and they can still go to the same website to purchase tickets, um, uh, www.blackexposouth.com. Gwen, I'll also share being very mindful um, that the, the, you know, coming out of this pandemic, one of the things that we're doing uniquely to get people comfortable when you come to our event, first of all, we, we encourage you to wear masks, you know, to your, to your preference. But when you enter, you select one of three color lanyards. Uh, if you select a red lanyard to hang around your neck, that means you want no contact with anyone. If you select yellow, that means you want limited contact, maybe a fist bump or elbow bump. If you want, select green, you want full engagement, hugs, shakes, kisses, whatever. But we're giving everyone their opportunity to protect themselves. Uh, we did this in Charleston this year, and it was very successful. We received a lot of accolades for taking that on. So we want people to understand when they come to Black Expo, the taste, we're going to have a lanyard system so that you select the degree of comfort you want with engaging. Very smart. That's wise. That's very wise. Yes. It works. It doubly works. Yeah. So uh, tell us now a little bit more about Black Page, um, uh, Black Ace Black Page. Overall, if I want to follow you, Darren, how do I reach out to you? If I want to talk with you about some business opportunities, if I want to talk to you about advertising, whatever, tell me how I reach you. How do, what's your website? What's your email? Well, uh, our website is uh, well, there's BlackExposSouth.com. Okay. There's BlackPagesSouth.com because we still have the Black Pages South uh, website. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Um, my email is Darren at BlackPagesUSA.com. Very good. Very good. And this guy's it's 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 been wonderful. Speak with you, Darren. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna let you get you give me one last word to say. But listen, guys, listen to what he is saying. Share with your with your friends. Think about you within yourself. Support these expos, Darren. Where else do you have expos besides Columbia, Charleston? Where else? Florida. Where else? Jacksonville, Florida. Jacksonville, Florida. Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. Okay. So Jacksonville, Florida, Columbia, South Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina, Indian, Georgia. No, no. Uh, it's just these three currently. Okay. Okay. So, hey, guys, y'all might think you got a marketplace that could benefit. I know you do from uh, having uh, the Black Expo come to their marketplace. Just, just, just a man to call about having that happen. I have been to this event uh, more than one time, and it is really a well-planned, well-done event. And people are excited about it. They dress up for the event. I'm not trying to tell you. They dress up for the event. They're proud about it. They, you know, love what they're, the camaraderie, sharing. You see people you haven't seen in a while. Uh, business contacts are there as well. It is something you really need to consider coming to the taste of. And that's great food to taste of. I can tell you there's great uh, libations, drinks there to taste of. Um, all of that is with the $75 tag. It, trust me, you get what you pay for, and more at the Taste of. And then, of course, you know, the Expo that day is a really outstanding event. I have, I have attended, and I have to tell you, I was very, very pleased. I would recommend it to anyone. So, Darren, give me some closing remarks. We want to tell everybody about your last remarks on the relationships 
uh, uh, the business of relationships. Well, and let me just say this too, Gwen, for those business owners who have an interest in exposing and, and growing their business, they can certainly take advantage of exhibitor space. We do have a few booths left for the Black Expo. They can get that information from our website, uh, blackexposouth.com. But you know, my closing remarks are this. I, just be mindful in, in, in every facet that your brand and how you manage that brand, uh, your brand is an extension of you, and relationships are an extension of your brand, how you manage those relationships, that will be deter- that will be the determining factor whether or not you're in business next year or 20 years from now. Absolutely. Darren, I thank you so much for your time. I know you're a busy, busy man. You have a lot going on. But once again, thank you so much for being here. Guys, listen up to these great people we have on our show broadcasting. If you want to contact me, hit me at my Facebook page, Growing Greatness. Uh, if you have any ideas or suggestions, please hit me up and let me know. We'd love to hear from you. And the day is the first day of the rest of your life. Let's go out and be great. Thank you. Have a great evening. Thank you. It's Growing in Greatness radio show with host Gwendolyn Singletary. We want to be your source for reliable, relevant, and informative strategies that disrupt the norm and to help ambitious achievers grow in greatness. Don't miss it. Mondays at 6 p.m., Right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Achievers grow in greatness. Greatness, 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 greatness. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.